Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 46. It is Wednesday, my favorite day of the week because it's always our most topical day. And That was a good word. Topical. That was nice. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, another week of the NFL has been wrapped up, uh, and something else has been finally wrapped up. We still haven't had a show since the ending of it. The NBA bubble has come to an end as the Los Angeles Lakers were crowned the 2020 NBA champions. Shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to LeBron and AD and everybody else on their squad. Um, you know, it's sad that the yeah, bubble's no, over. like, uh, so the game comes to an end, and I'm sitting there watching LeBron like walk around. He's not really celebrating with the rest of his team. He calls his teams at center court. He's like walking around in the back, and it just made me like I was like, man, I get like probably four months or five months of no basketball now. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be hard. It but, is. I mean, hopefully they start up in January, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it got pushed back a little later. Mm-hmm. I just hope I, – I want there to be fans again. like in, back to Back to a somewhat normal, I Kinda guess. Kind of like the NFL is doing. Yeah, and I want that to that to happen. So it, however long it takes, it's going to suck waiting for it, but I'd rather have that happen than another bubble or just no fan, or go and play in the arenas when there's no fans in there. Well, I think that's the next step is, you know – NBA did the no fans. The NFL is doing some fans. So the next step is to fill out the arenas yeah. or more fans. Or at least, yeah, it doesn't have to be sold out necessarily, but just to consistently bring smaller amounts back in, mm-hmm. back in until you get to that point. Well, like, and, and Adam Silver has made it clear that that's his goal. His, yep. his goal is to the, for the day one of next season to start where there is fans. Yeah, and like uh, the Charlotte Hornets don't have to worry about too many fans anyways. <laughs> Nobody's going to those games. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, I mean, the NBA is still a business at the end of the day, so they yeah. still need to make a large portion of that comes from the revenue of the tickets and everything. So, yeah, they, they have to do what they have to do as well. So let's talk about that last game. What did you think? What did I think? Yeah. Um, I think that the Heat kind of just used all of their energy in Game 5 to get that uh, that win to make it 3-2. And the Lakers just showed their dominance. I mean, that's I mean pretty clear to me. They just showed their dominance in Game Six. And what I thought, I I was watching. I wasn't like mad or anything, <laughs> but I was like, man, what a, you know, we've had such a good bubble. What a the yeah. kind of shitter way to end to it. end it. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks, but like at the same time, I would have loved a great close game. But at the same time, at least we got champions. Yeah, exactly. There's a, at least there was the season has finally ended. We we never knew what was going to happen, and. Shout out to Adam Silver once again. I say that all the time, but best commissioner in this, in basketball or in uh, American sports. So I was talking with uh, Paul about the end of this game, not the end of this game, the post game, and we all heard LeBron. I want my damn respect. Yeah, and he said that you thought that it was more of like a shot at Michael Jordan. And no, I said it wasn't a shot at Michael Jordan. He must have mis- misheard you. I said that it was like a shot at his haters. Everyone. Uh, it was a shot. I don't think it was a shot at Jordan. I think it was a shot at everyone who says that he's not the GOAT. And, and he's washed just, up. Yeah, that he's washed up. That's what I kind of took it as. That's what I took it as. Yeah. I, took I don't it think as, he was ever. He would ever throw shade at Jordan. Like, no, he would have already done that. Because it's not like Jordan is the one saying LeBron isn't the GOAT. He's lost six finals. It's the Jordan fans. I don't know. You think I, Michael Jordan himself would? No, but he's done things to show that he's like, like uh, after LeBron goes comes back from three one, the day after he calls and says, "I want this documentary made." 
Yeah, I know, but it's like just that's like that's pretty. Obviously, yeah, I know, LeBron has I know. a lot to do with that. But I just don't think Jordan himself would would discredit LeBron James' greatness at, no. to, to the public. No, and then how how funny is that LeBron or Jordan makes this documentary about himself and how great he is, and LeBron wins a championship in the same yeah. year. <laughs> how interesting! Pretty crazy. But uh, we have a really good NBA topic that we're going to do in a little later after all, all of our football news. We're going to do the top 10 point guards in the NBA. Every episode, we're going to do point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, power forwards, centers. And then once we're done with that, we're going to do our top, what, 25, 20 yeah. players in the NBA? Something like that. Uh, but let's get into some football news. Last week was week five. Uh, there was 14 games played as the Packers and the Lions had a bye, and then the uh, New England-Denver game got moved to this week due to COVID, but last week was a was a nail-biter between me and Easton in the picks. Easton got 9 out of 14, and I got 7 out of 14. Boom. Easton now takes the lead 3-2. to two. That sucks. I think I was up 2-1. to one. I think I have two consecutive weeks where I have lost. Uh, yeah, the Thursday night game, two to one. a couple of games that I just know that uh, I messed up on was the Thursday night game. He picked the Bears for some odd reason and was right. And then I uh, I picked the Colts to beat the Browns, and the Browns beat the Colts. That was a game that I definitely did not think was going to go that way. So, yeah. Uh, any big games that you want to talk about this week? I want to talk about um, the Chiefs losing. The Chiefs lost their first game of the year to the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, man. Yeah. A guy who we've kind of not, not been shitting on, but a guy that we've been dis, just like, discrediting i guess like not me we've got no but we've kind of been like we we've been saying he's on that lower tier of quarterbacks and we both agreed on that but like but he showed his he showed that he i mean Derek carr is up there this year for like top quarterbacks so far earlier this year who did he did he torch the patriots i mean me and my father were i don't know who my father the hell. <laughs> and he was slinging it everywhere and he looked like a monster and my dad's like is he is he a good quarterback i was like not usually <laughs> but he he's played great. Out. he was the first uh raiders qb to throw for 300 yards in uh arrowhead stadium where the chiefs play for the first time since like the early 2000s so shout out to Derek carr um shout out Derek carr they're on a bye this week them the saints the seahawks and the chargers all have a bye another game i want to talk about is the uh, was it Sunday or Monday night? The the Saints versus Chargers. That game was Monday night. It was Monday night football. That was a good game. Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert, man. Justin Herbert is. I I I said on yeah. this show that Justin Herbert would be the best quarterback out of this draft. I said between him and Tua, and I and I leaned towards Herbert. Herbert has been playing very well, and they yep. they took the loss. Uh, Herbert still has not won a game as a starter, but. I mean, he the, still looks really good. The Chargers good. are now one and four as a very solid football team. Like, yeah. and you got to think Austin Eckler's hurt right now. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I it's kind of solid. Like, I'm kind of rooting for the Chargers a little bit, and it just sucks that they're one and four because they're a pretty solid team. Um, but the Saints, they they know Michael Thomas because of the whole weird uh, slam boy. Yeah, no, the whole thing where they. Sat him for punishment or whatever you know this what, week. Do you know why? I knew that he got in an altercation with a te- yeah. with a teammate. Somebody on his team called him Slant Boy. No way. Yeah, that's, he, there's no, no, no way that's, that's true. Yeah, he punched him in the face. There's no way that that. That's what that, I read. That's, why would you say that about his own teammate? Because it's funny. Because everyone di- disses Michael Thomas yeah, for catching slants. That's, that's all he catches. Look it up. I mean, I'm not gonna. You're probably right, but 
I well, just, maybe I'm wrong. I saw it on uh, yeah. Twitter. And then, I just feel like, I that's I saw something it that, I feel like that's something that somebody would say, like, just to met, to be yeah, funny. funny. And then he didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Slam boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no Michael Thomas. They still got the win. Kind of a big win for the Saints. I'm rocking the Drew Brees jersey this week. He had a pretty solid game. Uh, did throw one bad interception, mm-hmm. though. But Mike Thomas is screwing me right now. He's just adding on weeks, not <laughs> being real. able to play. He'll for be fantasy. back. I mean, now he has a bye week, so yeah. he'll, be, he'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh, any other games that we want to talk about? I mean, I'm trying to think of some other. Oh, Dak Prescott. Um, oh, Dak my Prescott word. had uh, suffered a very bad injury, one of the worst ones I've seen in the past couple of years. And I mean, I you know, me and Easton both are kind of not Cowboys likers. Um, but. <laughs> Not you never want to see that happen to anybody. I mean, that's no. that's an injury that can ruin somebody's career. I really hope Dak Prescott can recover and come back at some point. Obviously, it won't happen this year, but Dallas, I definitely don't think they're in a in a horrible spot. I mean, Andy mm-hmm. Dalton is a guy who's having his first year as a backup ever this year. Uh, I know last year he kind of sucked in his last year at Cincinnati, but he's been a very very solid quarterback in his uh, career in the NFL. So, well, I'll tell you that uh, when Dak got hurt. I instantly, my dad was like, oh, no. And, like, I was like, I like, my gut started churning. Cause, and then it only got worse as he got taken off the field. And, like, Just the cameras started on crying and everything. Crying. Yeah. They wouldn't show a replay of it on TV. Either. And you know he's not, I don't think he's crying because he's hurt. I think he's crying because he doesn't get to play Yeah, football. no, I, I don't think he was hurt at all because as soon as it happened, he kind of just sat there and was just, like, he oh, was God. just looking at it. And he didn't, he wasn't, like, having any emotion at all. I think I he definitely went into shock, obviously, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't think he was crying because he was in pain either. I think it was just because he knows, like, my season is done and my career, like, could well, be altered. The And this is something that my buddy Seth uh, talked about was uh, our buddy Seth. He uh, said, you know, he's on a contract year. He's fighting to be a highest-paid quarterback in football. Yeah. And, like, he can't get that anymore. I know, yeah. That's very true. Oh, and then uh, his brother. I mean, this is just a bad year for it's Dak. Just, man, it's, it's really just, sad. It's just sad, like— and the thing is, I don't really like the Cowboys. I don't like. like I don't I've never liked the Cowboys, Cowboys player. But but like Dak Prescott, I honestly like Dak Dak Prescott, and I like I I hate say it, but I like Zeke Elliott. I mean, Me too. I've, yeah, I mean that's way. I don't harder think you like Zeke Elliott because it's way harder. Well, because you fan. ranked him as like the sixth best running back in the league or something. <laughs> I, mean, I just, just like just him. Awful. Uh, but I like. I've always liked Zeke mainly just because I had him in fantasy when he was a rookie, and that was when he went off. Um, but you know. Shout out to Dak Prescott. I hope he can come back and I'm start someday again. Bad. Him I'm, and Saquon both, you know, both yeah. of them guys are budding stars in this league that you don't want to see them turn into another player that never you never get to see how they were without an injury. Mm-hmm. Not not a what if story. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, we're through five games of the NFL. Who is the MVP right now? Is the talk? You know, we only have what three. Four undefeated teams left. The Chiefs lost, and the Bills. The Bills lost. So we have Tennessee, Green Bay, uh, Seahawks, and who's the other one? It's it's ten Pittsburgh. 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 Yep. So there's the four of them, and you know we're just gonna talk about our MVP race right now. So we want to start off at three. Uh, we're just gonna say our top three MVP candidates. Yeah. Uh, even though he didn't have a good week last week, uh, Josh Allen is still my number three. Uh, who's your number three? Or do you just want to go all three? No, let's, who's your number three? I'll say three? my number three. My number three is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay. 
you know, he still has a very good uh, t- touchdown to interception ratio. It's only thrown one pick this year. Had a had a he's kind of having an inconsistent year though. Mm-hmm. Like he he played very well against Baltimore and then kind of played he didn't play very good against the Raiders last week and then what was the game before that that they almost lost against the Patriots? He did not have a good game either. So I expect Mahomes to blow up this week or or a week after that. I want to say I don't have Josh Allen on my list. He I literally wrote him down That's as okay. as I mean, number four. He's my third. Uh, if last if if let's say he was on a buy in that game last night and it didn't happen, he would probably be two or one. Mm-hmm. But Allen had a pretty poor performance, uh, throwing a couple bad interceptions to a pretty good Tennessee team. But yeah, I had to go with Mahomes at three. So my number two, and I, let me explain for you, is Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers here isn't because he's having a bad year, but he's in a LeBron situation where he is having a down year. But a down year for Aaron Rodgers is a great year for any I wouldn't other say Aaron Rodgers is having a down he, he year. He said he's having a down year. I don't think he is. I got him at two as well. Um, I got Russell at number one. Yeah, I got Russell Wilson at number one. That one's pretty obvious. Uh, he kind of started. They they were playing really poorly against Minnesota, and mm-hmm. then they just came back and had a Minnesota literally had that game in the bag, and they just blew it. Uh, I did have an honorable mention too. Who's yours? Bears defense, <laughs> <laughs> or just. Just the Bears. <laughs> the Bears. Like, they, they deserve MVP for how many games they've won with just the most average roster that they have. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he has no picks thrown this year. He's like 12 touchdowns, zero picks. Mm-hmm. He's been playing fantastic. I hate that it is happening. I would sure love him to stop playing good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Russell Wilson for sure number one. And I could definitely see Russell Wilson finishing the year as the MVP. Me too. We're not getting the MVP type year out of Lamar Jackson that we got last year. Not at all. But – I mean, they've they've only lost one game. I mean, they haven't really been needing the Lamar. I mean, their past they played the they played Washington, then Cincinnati. They got Philly this week. A couple of just not very good teams, so they don't really need him to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I definitely expect Lamar to pick it up though and get work his way into this top three at oh, some point. I I thousand percent agree. Yeah. So ready to get on to our picks for this week. Picks for this week. Week six. It's Easton's up three to two. I got to make a comeback here and win this one. Don't look at my stuff. I'm not. Okay. So, Thursday night football. Psych, there is no Thursday night football this week. <laughs> We're skipping right to Sunday. First game, we have the 1-4 and four Houston Texans at the 4-0 and oh Tennessee Titans. Titans. I think the Titans rolled out, too. You know, I was going to pick. I was going to pick Houston and pick the upset here, but for how good the Titans looked last night, mm-hmm. I got to go pick them. Like, their defense is pretty solid. They still have Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> He's exactly. still Derrick Henry. Next, we have the one and three Denver Broncos at the two and two New England Patriots. This is a game that we actually picked last week that never happened. Do you still have the same pick? I don't know. I got Patriots. Yeah, I got Patriots. I'm pretty sure we both picked Me Patriots. Uh, I think Cam Newton will probably be back, right? Yeah, it said that he's. Is he? Yeah, I saw a report. He should be back. Said so Cam Newton will be playing. They should win that game. I don't know what the Drew Lock situation is, but next we have my game of the week: the four and one Cleveland Browns at the four and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh has been a team that they're four and zero, but they've played a four pretty not good teams. Uh, now they're taking on a pretty solid squad. So I'm going. Pittsburgh's going to get their first loss, I think, this week. Uh, Cleveland's offense is high powered, monstrous offense. So I'm taking Cleveland. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm okay. going. Uh, you know, they had the huge breakout game from the rookie Chase Claypool last that week. That was crazy. Four touchdowns. I mean, psh, I'm going with Pittsburgh. I picked them to lose against Philly, so I got I to gotta give them some respect back by <laughs> picking them this week. Next, we have the 4-1 and one Baltimore Ravens at the 1-3-1 and three and one 
Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I got Baltimore. I got Baltimore, too. They lose this one. Come on. Come on. Can't lose that on. one. Next, we have the 1-4 Washington football team at the 0-5 New York Giants. That's going to be a crazy good game. I'm still going <laughs> with the Washington football team. This was a game where I almost decided to pick a tie. I almost <laughs> decided to pick a tie. I was like, I'm at one point this year, I will pick a tie. Yeah, you, you mentioned that a lot. But I'm taking the Giants. I think the Giants will get their first win of the year. Uh, yeah. Alex yeah. Smith played last week, by the way. He got in yeah. after uh, How crazy is after that? Kyle Allen got hurt. I said that he'd be the comeback player of the year. He probably will be. I mean, just for getting on the field and, and playing, after he probably will get it. I mean, Almost having yeah, his leg amputated. I don't see why they wouldn't give it to him. It'd be crazy not to. Next, we have the 0-5 Atlanta Falcons, who just fired their coach and GM at the 1-4 Minnesota Vikings. Another just crazy battle of good teams here. I'm, I'm switching <laughs> up my pick. I'm going with Atlanta. Really? Yeah, uh, I went into Texans for the same reason. I think they're going to be fired up with no no head coach and no GM. <laughs> I think they've got to win. You didn't pick the Texans. You picked Tennessee. No, last week oh, I picked the Texans. Oh, yeah, fired that's true. Coach. Yeah, you did. I'm going Minnesota here. I hope they lose, but I feel like there's no way Minnesota goes starts off 1-5. So. I think there's no way the Falcons start off 0 I don't know. I said the same thing last week, and they were 0-4. I said there's no way they'll be 0-5, and they lost. Just keeps getting worse. I'm done Atlanta. picking them. Them and the Cowboys. I'm t- I'm, or the Cowboys did win last week. Yeah. Barely. Barely. Against the Giants. <laughs> but we'll stick with it. Uh, next, we have the 1-3, your very own Detroit Lions. Hoop, hoop. At the 1-4, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the most meow fest I've ever heard. Like, they're not they're not roaring. This is a meow fest. I got the Lions. I got the Lions. This is a must-win game for the Lions. They have a pretty... Uh, their next few games, they have this one, then they have Atlanta next week. couple of must-wins for them. These are cu- couple straight of cans. up. couple of cans. Next, we have the 1-3-1 one and three and one Cincinnati Bengals at the 3-2 and two Indianapolis Colts. Going with the Colts. Going with the Colts as well. I'm pretty sure I picked them every single week this year. They've lost for me last week against the Browns. Got to have a comeback week this week. Mm-hmm. Next, the 4-1 and one Chicago Bears at the 3-2 and two Carolina Panthers. I'm going with the Bears. I just picked up Allen Robinson in fantasy for Kamara. I'll take it. Going with Carolina, uh, that offense has proved that they can be a very good offense without Christian McCaffrey, and the Bears somehow are still 4-1. and one. There's no way it lasts. No way it I'm lasts. just waiting for the Bears' collapse. Me when too. is it going to happen? Like, what if it, what if it doesn't, doesn't happen, happen until they get to the playoffs? Then, it will happen. But, like, what if they go— Who are like, we to say What that? if they go 12-4 and four or 13-3 and three or some crazy— and then they make it to the playoffs, and they just like they get like Colossal, blown out, yeah, like exactly. thirty to nothing. It better happen soon, yeah, or else <laughs> the Lions have no shot. <laughs> Not with the Packers and the Bears yeah. being good. Next, we have the winless and possible worst team in NFL history: the zero and five New York Jets with or at the two and three Miami Dolphins. This was a game I almost picked the Jets. I really did. Not, really? That's, I'm just, I After just, Miami's big week No, last week? I just think there's, a there's for some reason, yeah, no, the I get Jets that. have, I have to that. get away. That's how I was with Arizona last week. Well, I almost Miami. Jets. I'm going Miami, too. Miami had a huge week against San Francisco. Blew them out. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. He's still, he's still a damn good quarterback. Next, we have a pretty solid game. Uh, the 4-0 <laughs> Green Bay Packers at the 3-2 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going GB. Really, mm-hmm. I'm going Tampa. I'm. I'm. I can't. I told you. I, I know. Though I, even though I had Green Bay as number one in power ranking, I'm still not going to pick them. I'm not so. rooting for them. Oh, 
I'm picking them. I'm rooting for my picks, though. I'm rooting for. A, I'm rooting to win this weekend. So I guess I kind of am rooting for him. Yeah, way. you are. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's tough. I, I'm. Damn. <laughs> Can't believe I did that. Sunday night football. We have the four and one Los Angeles Rams at the two and three San Francisco 49ers. Do you do this off the dome, or do you have all the records? Right I have now? them all written down. Okay. But I kind of, rem- I kind of like don't really. Only a couple of them I have to look up. I kind of just remember Rams. Rams. Rams have looked solid. Their defense is Man, crazy. They've, pretty, they've, they've been a team that everyone kind of thought they were going to fall off this year, and the the Niners are that team. So, mm-hmm. go Rams. Two Monday night games this week. The first one was a game that was supposed to be Thursday night, but because of the Bills getting moved around, it got moved to Monday night football. 4-1 and one, Kansas City Chiefs at the 4-1 and one, Buffalo Bills. What a matchup this is going to be. <laughs> Holy moly. Yawn. Uh, Bills. I'm going Kansas City. I like that. I, I like that, that we're against there. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a big game. Kansas um, City has to rebound though. So. They do, and I think, but Buffalo does too though. Yeah. Buffalo had a bad loss. I mean, it was against an undefeated team, but they, it wasn't a very pretty game for them at all. Mm-hmm. They well, looked, Josh Allen yeah. didn't play well. They're they're hurting for John Brown back. They really because yep. Stephon Diggs had like 13 catches or something. Like he was the only guy he was going to. They need John Brown back to yep. help Josh Allen out. And then to round out Monday Night Football, we have the three and two Arizona Cardinals at the two and three Dallas Cowboys. I'm picking the Cowboys. You're I not. Almost did. Yep. Because I could see. I really think that the Cowboys with Andy Dalton are not going to fall off. Mm-mm. But at the same time, they are already weren't very good. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Arizona. But I really feel like the one time I don't pick the Cowboys, they're actually going to win. So the one thing I forgot to mention about Dak Prescott getting hurt that I want to talk to you about was I couldn't imagine having to be his teammate, being Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup and having to go back out there and try and play a football game. Yeah. I mean, did you see Michael Gallup? Did you see, like, he was literally just, like, freaking out. Like, because he watched it. Like, he was freaking out. Like, do you know how hard that'd be to tell yourself, I have to go win a football game? Yeah. I feel so bad for that Dallas Cowboys team, and I've I've never said that. Did you see what Tony Romo said? Oh, my... Oh, it looks like a cramp. Like, you, just, hope no, it's a cramp. you just gotta hope that it's a cramp. Can you what? not see his ankle? Like that Are we is watching destroyed. The same football game? It is facing the opposite yeah. way. Like that is a compound fracture. The worst thing that you can do to a bone. Yeah. <laughs> he I, he Tony Romo lost a lot of people. <laughs> and I love I I actually love Tony Romo as an announcer, but Me too. I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh Jason Garrett, who obviously coached Dak Prescott and the Cowboys for a long time. Now is a, uh, I think a defensive coordinator for the, or offensive coordinator for the Giants. He came out, he was one of the first guys out there to Dak's side. That's just something that shows it's, uh, it's bigger than football, you know? Yeah, like, it is. That's, that's a guy that he was, he was a coach of for several years. He brought Dak Prescott into the league. And to see a guy like that, that used to be that close with go down, I mean, I can't imagine how heartbreaking that would be. Me either. It's it's sad it, and it's hard. It, it was really hard to watch. Yeah, like I, I I didn't really want to watch football the rest of the day. It was I one know. of those injuries for real. Yeah, it's it's one of those injuries that you just don't see every like that's just something that happens every so ye- couple of years. And anybody who like, roots for injuries, shame on you. Shame on you if you were clapping for Dak being hurt. Cause you're a Cowboys hater. Yep, I agree. Last thing about football I want to talk about is, like I said, Dan Quinn and the Atlanta Falcons GM both got fired. I expect Dan Quinn to get picked up pretty, uh, I mean, maybe not this year, but uh, at the start of in the offseason. 
I expect Dan Quinn to be a head coach again because he was the defensive coordinator for those God-tier Seattle Seahawks teams Mm -hmm. that went to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, and their defense was the reason for it. A legion of boom. Yeah, and Dan Quinn took the Falcons to a Super Bowl. I mean, they're just having a crappy year, and it's time for a change. That's just how it works. But who do you think is going to be the next coach or at least the next team to fire their coach? If, it, if there was one to have. Lions. We've had, we've had two coaches fired in the first couple, five weeks here. You think it's the Lions? I, I think it's time to part ways. Oh, I think it is time, but I don't think it will happen. I oh, don't see I do. the Lions doing it. With because how vocal all the players to, are. Because the thing is, if you're going to get rid of Patricia, you got to get rid of Quinn. Yep. You, it has to be a package deal. You're either keeping them both or getting rid of them both. And I don't see our ownership tying or parting ways with Bob Quinn because they have a very tight relationship mm-hmm. and they really like Bob Quinn. I don't mind Bob Quinn, but you need to wipe the house. You need Well to- my issue is players are leaving because of Matt Patricia. A change has to be made. Oh no, it does, but I'm just saying you, what will happen. What will, so not, you, not who do you want to get fired. So who's your idea? I definitely think the Jets uh firing probably. Adam Gase. It's I mean probably. Adam Gase has been like the worst coach in the NFL he's, for the last he's like, Jim eight Boy. Years. He's the Jim Boy Leonard. <laughs> like he was in Miami, he was awful. Um, Adam he coached the Bears at some point too, didn't he? I think so. I think so too. Oh, the the Jets released Le'Veon Bell. We didn't. Yeah. Even talk. <laughs> what the hell was up with that? Why? Apparently, they were trying to trade him, and nobody wanted him. I find that highly un, unlikely. They probably just wanted too much for Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's he he right now. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me no team would give up a seventh round pick for Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, that's like, a joke. That you probably were just had his price tag a little too high. Mm-hmm. So why release him at that? Like, there's no. Point in replace, releasing a high tier player like that. Obviously, we I haven't mean, seen much of him. There kind of is, but if I, you I don't can know get if, something for him because I I don't know if Le'Veon would have been a free agent, and they're probably just wanting to wipe house so they can suck for sure. And Le'Veon probably wanted out, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm okay. trying to think of teams that would pick up Le'Veon Bell. The uh, Chicago Tampa Bears. Bay. Tampa. Tampa why would they pick? They have literally have like, four net. No, it's a joke. It's, yeah. It's like just, <laughs> they just it been picking seems up everybody. Like they just grab. Uh, I could see like the 49ers maybe. Like I'm just it definitely be a team that is in contention, like a team yeah. that could just use some more uh, power out of the backfield. Like the Colts no, cuz they have JT um, I'm glad you brought that up. We would have looked like idiots if we would have forgotten. I know. Yeah, I just ran cuz I, I said the Jets and I was like, "Wait, duh." Um, OBJ, by the way, is on trade watch apparently, and apparently the Ravens and the Packers, and the Ravens mainly are the is the team that is wanting him the most. Why is he on trade watch? I don't know. Apparently, he wants out of there, which I don't understand because he's finally having a winning season on a team for like the first time in his a career. Very good offense. I get it. La- I get it. Last year, but I mean, it's their their run game is really the thing that. Offensive team, maybe like they have a decent pass game, but their run game is is unreal. Well, the thing is. As long as the run game keeps being good, he'll only get more and more open. Yeah, and their team will only do better. Like, yeah. But that would be interesting if the Ravens traded for him. I mean, It'd be just, interesting because any of those the teams. NFL trades are a lot different than NBA trades. Like, it's not like a you trade a star for another star. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Like, it's a star for like two random guys and a two random picks. Uh-huh. Like you see the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Like you know what the hell was that? Yeah, bag of Doritos. But a team to pick up Le'Veon Bell. If I had to just throw a random team out there. I'm gonna go the the L.A. Rams actually. Ooh, I like that. L.A. That's Rams, a good call. yeah. They I'm just looking at all my teams here, just and I'm just hair. like, I could, I could maybe see, depending on the uh, the Christian McCaffrey injury, maybe Carolina. What is it? Le'Veon Bell's not really a. Ooh, and maybe they like Kenyon Drake though, but he's kind of been shit in the bed for <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> 
Kinda. They like him. <laughs> they the have bag. Chase Edmonds too. I don't know about Arizona. Maybe Me uh, either, but I like. I that. was thinking maybe Pittsburgh, but you know, for him go back to him going back. He's to, not going uh, back to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, but they have. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But Connor's pretty injury prone. That's pretty much it. I mean, I definitely think L.A. Rams and Chicago Bears would probably be my top two, top two teams. Maybe the Dolphins. Maybe. Uh huh. So. It is time to start our new segment on the show where we're going to do the top 10 at every position in the NBA. This will be our NBA topic yeah. weekly. And NBA this isn't topic. like our top 10 based off last year. This isn't our prediction for who will be top 10 next year. It is just right now, top if you were to tell me guards. the top 10 point guards in the NBA, who are they at yep. this very moment? First things first, uh, me and Easton had a long discussion about this. We're not classifying LeBron James as a point guard. There I might know, have been a little raising of the voice. I know that LeBron James is considered a point guard on basketball reference, but we all know that LeBron James is not a point guard. However, Luka Doncic is a point guard. I think that most people can probably agree on that, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. Luka's on this list. There's really no other else buddy on here that's like, like Ben Simmons is obviously a point guard. Some people, he's a power forward. He's he's a point guard. He had that little stretch where he did play power forward, but he's not a power forward. But, I mean, maybe if he gets traded to Minnesota, yeah. Speaking of that, I want to talk about that before we get into the, the list. Minnesota reportedly is uh, is now very like looking they, like no. they're going to trade the number one pick. Like they are scared to pick somebody. Well, did you hear why? Did you watch the Kenny? Because they because they failed on Jared Culver. Yeah, they've already they've already said we're not like he's done. Like, so does that want... mean they're going to package Culver and one for who though? For Ben Simmons? That'd be an awful trade for them. For the 76ers. Oh, okay. I thought you were say for T-Wolves. I'm like, no, that's, that's a pretty a, solid that's trade for the T-Wolves. a great trade for the T-Wolves. But I don't think, I mean, and I would be scared. I, if I'm Minnesota, I would be very nervous to draft somebody, to have, to be in this spot, which sounds really weird. Because you have Cat and D'Lo. Because you have Cat and D'Lo. You don't have your pick for next year. I mean, it's top three protected. But, like, next year's draft, 2021, is loaded. Yeah. It is, like, loaded. Uh-huh. This year's draft is the exact opposite. I mean, I'm no offense to those guys, but, like, it's not as as star heavy as next it's not year's as draft. Deep. It doesn't have Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley and Jonathan Kaminga, just mm-hmm. to name some. Like any of those guys would go number one in this year's draft easily. Easily. Like no matter what team is there. This year it's like it whoever would go number one depends on what team exactly. picks, you know? Exactly. There's no Zion in this draft. But yeah, they're reportedly scared to pick number one because they I want be they want to they want to compete next year. And they I really think that Minnesota screwed themselves over. Because you want to compete next year in a loaded Western Conference. Yeah, you picked the worst A team worst that time. I can name 10 teams that are better than their mm-hmm. team right now in the West. However, if they get Ben Simmons, they are that competitive. That puts them up there. They're competitive. Oh, do they make the playoffs, though? Yeah. I, I don't know, dude. Dude. I don't know. I cannot wait to do our our conference standings predictions. By the way, on Saturday, we're going to react to our projections from the beginning of the year for that because I was going to do it before today, and I just completely forgot about it. I st- I'm still interested to see that. So Well, here's the thing about if you add Ben Simmons, we've discussed this. Carl Anthony Towns is the perfect big man for Ben Simmons. You just surround Ben Simmons yeah, with and shooters just, like but that. But you think, can D'Lo and Simmons play together I on think, the court? I think they I can. I think they can work it out, but maybe not. Maybe not. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the one of my guys. for. I don't know if we're going to – we probably won't do a list or anything like this, but – I think Carl Anthony Towns is is one of the guys that next year he is going to take it up to the next level. I, I, I really think Cat is going to turn it up next year. I he's had no he reason to turn it up his whole career. No, he hasn't. I mean, he's just laid not back at all. Because there's a reason he's not a good. I don't think his defense has anything to do with him 
not being a good defender. It's just he doesn't really. Why would I play defense? Why would I play defense when I can be the best offensive center in the NBA? Well, and I'm not going to get anywhere from playing defense. Yeah. Like my team's going to make the playoffs. Would you say that he's the best all around offensive center in the NBA? Or would you say it's Jokic? It's probably Jokic. Probably Jokic just for playmaking. But how about all around scoring center? I think you give it to Cat. I think so. It's Cat or Embiid. I'd give it to Cat, probably. But Embiid is still levels higher than Cat. But yeah, that's just something I want to talk about. Um, They said that they could just trade down as well. Um, Detroit Pistons, man. Come on, baby. We'll give you D Rose back. He was he he dropped fifty in a Timberwolves exactly. jersey. Give us Mello. We we'll give you we'll give you D Rose and seven for. We're gonna have to give up somebody else. We'll give you Blake Griffin. Do you oh, do you no. want Blake Griffin? Yeah, they might. They might, dude. If they want to compete, like they, they might. might. We'll give you seven and Blake and like Svee McKay Luke. I don't want to. I like Svee though. I, I know. Like I know. But we, we gotta <laughs> give him something. Yeah, you're right. I like Svee. We could just give up. Uh, I don't know. Pistons, please trade up for one, man. We we need the mellow ball. We need the like, mellow ball. It. If we if the Pistons moved up and we didn't take the mellow ball, Imagine I'd be we mad. Move up. Okay, but if we took like Wiseman, I would be chill. It'd be okay, but I'd still. Edward, if you took Edwards over Lamelo, though, I would be like so pissed, man. I don't know. I want mellow ball in a Pistons jersey. And it makes so us bad. all like hype, but absolutely. I know. Hype I'm getting all. Exci- I'm getting all excited too. It's just like yeah. there's no even. There's not even a rumor about this happening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the rumor about the Mavs next season? Yeah, they want to go after Giannis. That's crazy. They could get. I mean, they could go after any of those guys in the free agency. I think that the Grizzlies could definitely get a, a big name free agent. Heat. Oh yeah, the Heat too. Uh, but I could I could definitely see a guy wanting. I mean, because Memphis has never really gotten a top tier free no. agent. But like, team up with John Jaron and give him that third Clark. star. Like, a team Kawhi that, Leonard that team go will there. Look like the nuts. That team will look like the nuts. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to talk about before. We get into the top ten point guards. It's just kind of how what I was just talking about. Uh, we're look we're in the off season now. We, I mean, technically we haven't started uh, free agency yet, but in the off season, there's always at least at least one big time superstar trade that happens or move. Yeah, or, or move. I mean, no, I would say trade. I would say there's always because you had Paul George last year. That's just there was a couple, but you had Paul George year before that. You had um, you had. Chris Paul to to no you had Westbrook no that was last year too I don't know if there was one I'm just saying one superstar yeah. moves but I, like Kyrie to Boston was just one that came yeah. out of nowhere Chris Paul to tr- getting traded to Houston was one that came out of nowhere there's always one and did we trade for Blake Griffin or did we sign him we traded for him but that was uh that was like time at the trade deadline wasn't yeah. it yeah no no we had him for a whole that season. was in the off season yeah, yeah. we had him for, yeah but um. I if if you could just predict a superstar that gets traded this offseason or a star I guess who would you think it would be Oh if I had to guess Oh man that's tough I know it is tough cuz I don't think the Wizards trade Bradley Beal this season I don't either I think the the Wizards want to see what they can do with John Wall coming back I I was big on Bradley Beal getting traded but I really don't I see don't think them, it makes sense. them trading him unless they they get some crazy because they can't rebuild right now. With John yeah. Wall's contract. They, yeah, they can't. And Bradley Beal's contract. A superstar and who gets moved this season, this off season. I don't know. Do you have an idea? I mean, I'm kind of sticking with my Ben Simmons thing, or oh. or Joel Embiid. Yeah, somebody on the Sixers. Sixers need to maybe blow that though. Shit up. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But or no, I was gonna say the Clippers, but no, they have to no. Win. I mean, they might trade Paul George, but like, why? They have to win. This why year. would I mean? It wouldn't be a bad Chris idea. To, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, Chris Paul for sure. But that that's kind of like a gimme. I'm talking one that just like, <laughs> but you know, ran like Paul George last yeah. year. 
That was insane. That was the craziest. Paul night. George might actually get traded though because he, uh, him and Kawhi are going in their last year of their deal. Mm-hmm. If you're not confident with Paul George, I'm trading his ass. But I wouldn't. I would keep him though. Where would you trade him to? I don't know. We'll talk about yeah, that later. Yeah, that, we'll do a, a bunch of more trade ideas and everything uh, in future episodes. We have a whole off season to talk about. But that was kind of just something I thought of, and yeah, I think that was that was pretty much it. Yeah. The next next year's NBA is going to be loaded. I mean. Did you watch Kenny's video about it? Yeah, but this was—I was just thinking about this before. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought we. Like I said, there's—I can name ten Western Conference teams that will that could like win a first round series in the yeah. playoffs. There are, and then the, even the East, no, even the East, the East, East is going to be loaded. Like there will be six teams competing for an NBA championship next year. That's just I, off top of my dome. I could probably name more than that. That I would think legitimately could be win. competing for a, like win the championship. Um, it's just, it's just crazy. Like I know just like the title of Kenny's video, this could be the greatest season, could be the best season in NBA history. Hate to be the, the breaker of bad news or the bear of bad news, whatever it is, but somebody's going to get hurt. It always, I mean, like it was like KD and, and Curry and Kyrie all being hurt this year and clay, you know, you had two super two teams that would have been in that top mix, both not be very good because of injuries. It will happen. You know who it I'm, sucks. You know what's it, nervous? My my person that I just have a feeling. I'm not even going to say it. Hell no. I'm you not have saying. to say it. Dude, I it might be Anthony Davis' time to get hurt. Oh, okay. Saying it, wording it like that is just weird. It's his time. <laughs> well, he's, he's like never been like, hurt. It's, it's going to happen. He's never been hurt. He's been hurt a little bit. I mean, well, like, some guys don't get hurt. Look no, at LeBron look James. LeBron James. Well, yeah. he did have miss like 30 games last year. Because he injury. literally just, what was Didn't the point of him play. playing? Yeah. yeah. Point. Um, but yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. But man, I'm so excited to do our preseason predictions. There might not be a 60-win team. Probably not. It might just be all 50 wins. There wasn't this year. I mean, obviously because of the shortened <laughs> season. But the Bucks almost did. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it was year. only like 10 games off. I yeah. mean, it was pretty close. But, yeah, let's get into this top 10 point guards in the NBA. This is something that I could definitely see us getting in an argument about for sure. See, I don't know. I Do you want to say our honorable mentions yeah. first? Yeah. Because I have two. I have two. And I had them in order as well. Go ahead. At number 12, I have Ja Morant. Okay. At number 11, I have Trey Young. Okay. Is that your two? No. Oh. But I'm okay with that. Number 12, I have John Morant. Uh, John Morant was a guy who I definitely thought was going to be on. We, we talked about this before doing the list, and it was just like. John Morant has to be I was on thinking it. like, oh, guys like uh, like Goran Dragic might be on this list. Devontae Graham no. might be. And I just, I didn't really think about. I, point guard's got to be the best position, right? Got to be. Like, oh, yeah. I, I feel They're like it definitely has to be. be the worst. Center's going to be pretty decent. And not really, though. There's like five top centers, and it's just and like it's just after like that, it's like, eh. Nurkic, Whiteside, yeah. Rudy Gobert. I don't even count him in that top no, he's five. Not of, top eh, five. He probably definitely is. He's right five. Bam. Jokic. Oh, okay, well, why are we Cat. talking about this? This is something we talk about later. <laughs> uh, and then my number 11 is a guy who I hate leading off this list after his crazy good bubble performance. It's Jamal Murray at number no. 11. Okay. Uh, I mean, Trey Young over Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray over Trey Young. I don't think it's that. Like, I'm okay uh, yeah. with you having Jamal over Trey Young. See, because you got to remember, Trey Young averaged like 29 and 10. This yeah, year. no, I get that. On but a he, horrible team. But I think he might be in like. I I was thinking about this. I was thinking about what am I going to tell to Sandal when he sees I have Trey Young. So I think he's kind of like in a Kemba Walker stage of his career. The early Kemba days where Kemba Trey Young could easily be like 
top five. Like in in his in his prime, he could be number one. Yeah. Like, oh, easily. He's just going into a third year of his career on a bad team. On a bad and yeah, on a bad team, which I could see the Atlanta Hawks being good next year too. Like you will get mad at me during this. Oh, I know because I know that Where you're gonna have, have Kyle Lowry really low. I just already know you probably have him at ten. Ready to go? Yeah. My number ten is Kemba Walker. Oh, okay. I'm cool with that. I didn't. No, that's not what you're gonna be mad you about. Jamal Murray over Kemba Walker. Yeah. Uh, Kemba Walker just. I mean, hey, it's not that he's bad. It's that he's just like, in my eyes, as I'm watching basketball and doing the eye test, he I I look at him as a third option on the Celtics. Yes, of the course. The Celtics are loaded. And you had he had a poor conference finals. Poor. He, he did shooting wise. But so did Jalen. But, but here's the thing though. Let's let's say you replace Kemba Walker with with Jamal Murray. Put Kemba on those on that Nuggets squad. I think he does what Jamal does, maybe even more. Oh my god! Or what? You never saw what Kemba did in Charlotte. Yeah, but he's dude, our all-time leading scorer. Yeah, but Jamal Murray had a historic postseason. No, no I get. I'm not talking like, about like. I'm great. not talking about like the bubble. I'm just saying in general. Oh, like he becomes their leading scorer just like you. Jamal Murray is. Okay. No, not in the bubble. I mean, the bubble was, that was, was different. Historic. Jamal Murray. That's, that was. That's, that's one of why the best. He's high. That's on my list. I when I am older, I will tell my kids about Jamal Murray and Don and versus Donovan Mitchell in the first round of the playoffs and how that was the greatest first round series I've ever watched between the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Like so. Here's what I did with Jamal Murray. I, what we talk about right now in the league, I think Jamal Murray is better than Kemba Walker. Right this second. Just because of the bubble performance. Of watching them both See, in the that's bubble. why it's hard for me to do it's it based off bias. that. It's hard for me to base off that because the bubble is different. And I, mm-hmm. I would love for Jamal Murray to come back next year the same. I don't know if he will because the bubble was just a lot different than normal than normal NBA. And the next thing I did in this list, I thought of would I want this point guard on my team if I have a random group of guys behind him? Which point guard would I want? Who do I want over who? Yeah. Okay. My number 10 was Trey Young. So that's okay. why I wasn't mad about you having Trey Young at 11 because I have him at the bottom of the list. Like I said, Trey Young, if we're doing this list a year from now, Trey Young is probably top five. I mean, Trey Young was an all-star starter last year in his second year. And he just uh, doesn't have the wins to back. Trey Young was my favorite player in 2K19, Blacktop versus Scuba, because he was <laughs> he was <fired>. crazy. <laughs> this is where the list gets shaky, guys. If if your car is super loud or your headphones are super loud, turn it down. Kyle Lowry is my number nine. Okay. I mean, I don't have him much higher. It's not like I have him in the I top know. Well, five. you can't. You can't have yeah. him much higher. I just like I the the reason he's saying it like that is because I'm just a really big Kyle Lowry fan as as much as not like I'm a watching every Raptors game go Kyle Lowry it's like how I was with how I am with Tim Duncan I think Kyle Lowry is just super underappreciated and at what for what he does he, he's he is the type of player that his impact doesn't show up in the box score you have to watch the game to see how good Kyle Lowry is not just looking at ESPN app uh that's how I feel about Kyle Lowry. however I still haven't said Jamal Murray I'm aware ah See, now that I think about it like that, man, I, I would take Jamal Murray over Kyle Lowry. Man, that's tough, bro. I know it is. Kyle Lowry was the second best player on a championship team. But if I take Jamal Murray and I switch him and Kyle Lowry, I don't think Kyle Lowry does what Jamal does. I think Jamal does. I agree as because they're not Kyle the same Lowry. player. They're not the same player. Yeah, and I think Jamal does as much. I think as Jamal Kyle is Lowry. a better scorer than Jamal Murray. I think Kyle Lowry is a better defender than than Jamal I agree Murray. With that. Or did I say Lowry's a better scorer than Murray? I didn't. Either way, you Murray's might. a better scorer. That's Murray's a better scorer. Lowry's a better. Defender. Lowry's a better defender, and Lowry's a better playmaker. Maybe mm. Lowry's a better all-around player than Jamal Murray in my eyes. 
in my opinion. Now, like I said, if we're doing this a year from now, I think Jamal Murray's easily above Kyle Lowry. But right now, it's hard. If if Jamal Murray didn't have that insane bubble performance, he wouldn't we, be top we wouldn't 12. even be talking about him. No. He, he wouldn't be brought up. Like a guy like D'Angelo Russell, who's not... We didn't even consider D'Angelo Russell. Well, which I did until crazy. I read it. I didn't I even it. think about his name until you said it. And yeah. I was like, holy crap, that is a crazy thing that he's not on like this he's list. He's a baller. Like, he is a top... He was an all-star two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's No, it's the point guards in this league are crazy. My number nine is Kemba Walker. You had Kemba at 10, right? Yeah. My number nine is Kemba. We've kind of talked about Kemba enough. Yep. Yeah. Okay, my number eight is Jamal Murray. Okay. It's as high as he gets. So you have Kyrie Irving above Jamal Murray? Yeah. Okay, no, like I do too, but, but like, like... you know how much I hate yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, and I just figured that. that you would... Okay. Kyrie above, above Kyle Lowry? Yeah. You haven't... Oh, you haven't said Kyle Lowry either. I definitely have it. My number, you just said your number eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, my number eight is Kyrie Irving. Wow. I mean, I don't have that many spots above, but I have above some other guys. And again, I thought, you know what? When Kyrie is playing good basketball, which we haven't seen in two years. We haven't seen since, like, it, his early Celtics days. Like, his first, before he got hurt, he mm-hmm. was actually doing pretty good. And then and once he came back from injury, he just wasn't good. He was just, and I don't even know if it's him playing. It was just everything. And he's just not a good locker room guy. Yeah. But I really think that KD and Steve Nash and everybody will change that. But. but I have, yeah, I've got Jamal at eight. And I know, because you expect me to have Kyrie low, because you know how I hate Kyrie. Like, hate, I don't like using that word. As a I, basketball yes. player. I mean, Kyrie Irving, I don't I also hate, don't like his mouth. I don't know him personally. So I don't like I'm the way gonna, he talks. Yeah. About the league and everything, and about and about yeah. how he doesn't think he should have a head coach, and him and yeah, him and uh, yeah, Durant that's pretty odd. Think. It is pretty, and how how KD's the only good or the only uh, good player he's ever played with, or whatever. The yeah, hell. that was just um, Kyrie. But Stop. Kyrie Irving, like, I definitely want him to do good this year because I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. I would love for the Nets to do really good. So I'm rooting for Kyrie this year. But I just have him at eight. I think Kyle Lowry. I'm I'm just gonna say it right now. I have Lowry at seven. Okay. Uh, I just think that Lowry is. Just like Jamal Murray, Lowry is a better all-around player than Kyrie Irving. And no doubt, I think five through nine can be switched on my list. I don't know about mine. I, I, Maybe yeah. like six six through nine could be switched I on could mine. Go, I could go five through nine. I can't put Kyle Lowry in at five, though. Probably five through eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't put Kemba Walker at five. Yeah. So my number seven is Ben Simmons. Okay. Uh, he is up here strictly for his defense. Yeah, nothing and playmaking. Else. And playmaking yeah. But there is nothing else. Like this is what. Okay, I, I'll have I have Ben Simmons at six. Okay. Um, you have Kyle Lowry at seven. Yeah. Okay. Ben Simmons. Uh, I think Stephen A. Smith said this once, but if Ben Simmons literally just adds a shot, like it doesn't have to be a forty percent shooter. If he adds a thirty percent, twenty eight percent three point shot, where he's at least shooting one a night, one to three shots a night, and making one every other game, he becomes the one of the most dangerous players in the league. Oh, easily he becomes LeBron James. Yeah, he really does. Mm-hmm. And like, we saw what LeBron does. I mean, he he starts feeling himself out. I'm not saying Ben Simmons got to pull from the logo like LeBron will do every once in a while, but like if he just adds that threat where guys actually have to guard him up top because you see how he gets disrespected because he just doesn't shoot. All he has to do is add that shot, and he becomes a top like ten player in this league. You guys, how hard it'd be to play offense when a guy is guarding like that? You just know you can't shoot. Yeah, I mean Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons isn't 
fantastic defender. Was he all mm-hmm. NBA first team or all all defensive first he team? Or, he was first or second. I yeah, think he, he was, was first. I think he was first too. I think it was him and Marcus Smart on first. Me too. Yeah. There's no way you can't. He's a point guard who's six foot ten. Yeah, I mean Ben Simmons. A lot of people don't even realize how a lot of people just hate on him. Oh, he can't even shoot well. No, he's, right. he's the best defending point guard and in one the of NBA. the best fast break so, point guards yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Like Ben Simmons is. I, I I'm a huge Ben Simmons fan. I've always said that. I've always said that. Like he, he, we've he, always been different on the Simmons and Bead thing. I've always thought Embiid is a problem. He's thought Simmons. Uh, I just really hope Simmons becomes like a dangerous player. Like if, he has the potential to become. If Simmons. If Simmons right now, I think in the league has the highest ceiling. If oh, he adds a jump in shot, in the whole league, yeah, uh, maybe Giannis. I'd say Luca, but like I don't know what Luca can do to become a better basketball player. Yeah, I that's know true. what Ben I mean, Simmons he can, become, and he can, can do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Luca can become a better defender. But that's like, about it. I mean, he's already like a perfect offensive player. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. You no, can I, I definitely do get that though. Like as far as making that jump, yeah, I Ben Simmons I could make that, that jump in two years. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I mean, and I would love to see. I'm not saying that him in Philadelphia with a new coach and everything, and I don't know what they plan on doing this offseason, but I would love to see him in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I would love that to see how it works. I would really like to see him in Golden State, too, just to see how it works. Like, he'd, be, he'd be Draymond. Him with Curry, he would be Draymond. Just but way but better. Better. He would be not a way better, better. I mean, better. no, that is literally perfect. He yeah. would literally be Draymond. But that, better. That can't shoot. Yeah, well, he would better all around, but he can't could, shoot. He could, he would learn. Though. And yeah, in Golden State, you're telling me you're not going to learn how to shoot. That would, man, I would do that if I'm Golden oh, State. Too. Trade two for for Simmons. Like, I mean, I don't know if Philadelphia would do that straight up. They'd probably have to get something out. They'd get Wiggins too, but which is fine. Yeah, because I mean, he doesn't fit your place. You just, anyways. yeah. Oh, that would be that would be sick. Legendary. And I, I, I think about him in Minnesota. If he's running the four in Minnesota, him and D'Lo and Cat on a fast break. Good luck. Like, you no yeah. way. So who's your number six? Number six is Russell Westbrook. Okay. He had a great back half of his regular season. He averaged, what, 27 points a game this year? Have you said Kyrie Irving yet? No. Wow. In the playoffs, wow. Russell Westbrook averaged 17 points a game. That just doesn't cut it. No, he, he had a very poor playoffs. And that's why he's lower. Because Kyrie, Kyrie's my five. Okay. Westbrook's my five. Who's your six? Ben Simmons, we already said. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're Simmons both at, at four now. Yeah, I put Simmons above Lowry. I mean, I love Lowry, but I just love Simmons, yeah. too. And I love Westbrook. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a couple more guys on this list who I just, I, they're some of my favorite players. Uh, Westbrook is a guy who had a very poor playoffs, but uh, in the regular season before the bubble is really when he started to step it up. He was he was an All-NBA player this year, surprisingly, and I'm interested to see what goes on in Houston in the offseason. Um I don't. I think that the whole Harden to Philadelphia rumors are over Nonsense. because Mike D'Antoni. That it was all because be, going to be because of D'Antoni, but he didn't even go to Philly. Um, speaking of Houston, they're interested in looking. They're they're looking at Ty Lue to become their next coach, which is interesting to me because I don't know why the L.A. Clippers would would just let him go. Let him go. Maybe. They need to hire him or Sam Cassell. So that's they they can't bring in somebody else. Mm-mm. But yeah, I got Westbrook at five. Okay, so you want to go on four. Your five was Kyrie. Kyrie. Wow, Kyrie at five. That's and, tough. And I think I think he'll have a. I think he'll have, I think he'll be a top five point guard this year. Probably. Man, I think maybe. he'll have a resurgence. He'll be higher than eight. Yeah, he will have a resurgence. For I sure. hope. But I don't. I don't so know. I, I think I think we're gonna have the same top four. We do. How would we not? No, like the same order. Oh, so, if Kyrie does, Ky, we thought Kyrie would be great in Boston. 
he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it might be the same thing for Brooklyn. Uh, but KD is going to probably get in his face and yell at him. Cause Katie, oh, yeah. KD does do that. Katie's a Katie's vocal. KD's a super villain, man. He's a vocal player, yeah. too. My number four, Chris Paul. My, I thought you were going to say somebody else. My number four is Chris Paul as well. I honestly didn't think you would have Chris Paul that high. I thought that I would be kind of— I thought of, you wouldn't have Chris Paul that high. Because a lot of the lists I looked on were just like Chris Paul at like six or seven or eight. No, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul shows. Is, he does a lot. better than all of these guys on this mm-hmm. list, like uh, other than the top three. He's better than Westbrook right now, Lowry, Kemba, Kyrie. He does like, a lot that doesn't show up in the box Exactly, score. yeah. He's like Kyle Lowry. I mean, he— he Yeah, he is. He's that a better OKC Kyle Lowry. squad, like— wasn't they were supposed to tank this year and I really hope it's gonna be me and Scoob were actually talking about this. It's gonna be weird to see Chris Paul in a Bucks jersey if that's the move that happens. I hate those seeing jerseys. him wear green. I hate those Chris jerseys. Paul never had to wear that. No. But uh those are my least favorite jerseys <laughs> in the league. But Chris it's gonna be weird just seeing Chris Paul in a different I mean seeing him OKC jersey was different. Uh but I would love for Chris Paul to go to LA. I think that would be perfect. I would love for Chris Paul to go to Either L.A. Oh, to go man. back to the Clippers. No, Magic I want, him, fall back I want the Clippers. him back with the Lakers. Or not back. Yeah. I want Actually, that trade. with the yeah. Lakers. <laughs> so he got vetoed by David. I mean, LeBron's got to play with all of his buddies. Or no, he hasn't no, got to play with Melo. But he got to, or I guess he's only played with Wade. Yeah. yeah. but That's the only member of the with, Oh, no, because Chris Paul played with Melo. That's, that's what I was thinking of there. Houston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, um, barely. Yeah, Chris Paul at four. Super underrated still. And, yeah, last year he was... Last year at this time, he was like one of the most overpaid players in the league, and now people are wanting to trade for Everybody him. Everybody wants so him. Shout out to Chris Paul for that. My number three, Dame Dalla. Oh. Oh. I can't believe you have not two. I got Luka Doncic at Ooh. three. Wow. Ooh. Wow. So right now, if you're, if you're building the team, you take. I'm taking Dame over Luka right I'm now. I'm taking Luka. And, I, and and I'm saying that and when we are do you our, saying it's not even close? When we do it, no. When we do it, no. I'm not saying it's not close. Okay. It's close. No, for I, sure. I, I was asking. I didn't say our MVP. Did. When we do our MVP predictions, I like Luca. I've been thinking about that, and Luca's is in there. Yeah. Like I might pick Luca to win MVP, but Dame Lillard is better than Luca right now. For sure, dude. For sure, we, we talked about it. Luca's a perfect offensive player. He is. So is Dame Lillard. I don't though. think he is. Dame we, Lillard. Okay, but you watch. Let's, let's break it down. Let's break yep, it down. Let's break it down. Dame Lillard is easily a better scorer than Luka Doncic. Where you don't think Dame Lillard's a better scorer than Luka? Right Luka now. averaged like thirty points a game, and so did Dame. It's not like a Luka way better. Luka did not thing. average thirty. He averaged like twenty six. Dame averaged thirty. Either way, but let's okay. So right now, Dame's let's look a better. At scoring. He's okay. Let's go at all aspects of scoring. Shooting, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. You can agree on that. Yeah. Finishing. I'm going Dame Lillard still. I'm going Dame Lillard. Probably. Yeah, so I guess he, yeah. I guess he's better. Yeah. yeah. Yep, better score. Yeah, because, yeah, that's that's the two aspects. Mid-range, you might go up. Post-game, I guess you can go to Luka. Luka. But, I'd go to Luka, but it's um, like they use Yeah. That. So I would say Dame Lillard's a better score than Luka. Playmaking. Playmaking. That one's close. I will it give Luka. it to Luka. And defense is Dame. Defense is, is Dame. But it's but, not by a lot. But it's not by a lot. Because Dame's not that great. I Trust me, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's like, I still would take Luca. That you take Luca over Dame, but like it kind of is. See, I don't think Luca <laughs> and Dame's playmaking is very close. Eh. I think Luca is like an unbelievable playmaker. Yeah, but like you look put, what he did in the playoffs. You put Porzingis with Dame Lillard though. You, Dame Dame would kind of do what Luca does. I don't. But Luca did it without Porzingis. No, I get. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, like 
it, going like two weeks into the year, Luca will pass Dame. But right now, I'm picking Dame, especially just after what he did in the bubble. I mean, like Luca had a fantastic bubble as well. well then you look, at, but look at the bubble playoffs, son. Luca had a much better bubble playoffs. They won one more game against a worse team. I okay, I guess. But like, <laughs> the Lakers were clearly better than yeah, the Clippers. Okay, I guess. And they won. They won two games against the Clippers. The Blazers yeah. got one. Yeah, I, guess. I don't think that's very. Close. I still think Luke had and Dame Lillard didn't even play in like two of those games. He, he was right. hurt. He yeah, did. he was hurt. And Dame just in the bubble in general. I mean, just having to fight Portland. In, they were like five games out or four games out or something. And they fought to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. That's and I just love Dame. I mean, Dame's a straight G. So my number two is Luka Magic. Yeah. And I don't need to talk about that. We both. Luka's a straight G. And then number one is still the guy who yep. I am probably gonna pick to win MVP. Steve Mikhailu. <laughs> Steph Curry, man. Uh, people, a lot of people forgot about Steph Curry, how great he is, and how how great the Warriors were. And it's going to be really hard for me not to pick Steph Curry to win MVP and not to pick the Warriors to win it all, especially if they make a move with that second pick. Like, and we, we keep talking about the blasphemy that the Warriors have been going through for the last three months after watching Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero play. <laughs> and it, it's getting bad. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. The Warriors, like, for real – might be the are geniuses. Geniuses. They like built a perfect. Oh, Curry team. and Clay are hurt, and KD KD's gonna leave. Well, let's let's actually sign KD and do a sign and trade. Get D'Angelo Russell because Clay's gonna be hurt. So let's just pair them up. Oh, Curry gets hurt. Let's play D'Angelo Russell as our only good player all year, and then trade him when he has top value, mm-hmm. like he did. Get a get a top pick, and then suck again because we got rid of our only good player in D'Angelo Russell. Yep. Have a horrible team, get the second pick in the draft, and have a top pick for next year, and then everyone's coming back as well. Like, super genius. Super genius. They might be my favorite. Bob Myers, super genius. They might be my favorite. My championship favorite. Like, like, literally, it's so... The Warriors, like, for me, like, how how I've felt about the Warriors, it has changed so much in the last two years. Like, like the year that Toronto beat them, I was like, thank God the Warriors Mm. is over... LeBron's and they're gonna the Clippers are gonna be good. The Warriors are done. Like, thank God it's over. Now I want them to come Me back, too. bro. I want them to come back and win. I'm not saying I'm gonna pick them, but like I don't I don't want them to win, but I want them oh, to be I would, super competitive. I would want them. To I win. still want LeBron. I want LeBron to go back. To oh that. yeah, same same. But like I want to see Lakers Golden State Conference Finals because I'm really sick again. LeBron the, versus uh, Curry v five. Yep, I, <laughs> I'm sick of the LeBron blasphemy too. Those are the. Two most disrespected teams in the league right now. Facts are Warriors and and I don't Lakers. Th- I wouldn't say the Warriors are disrespected. People are just they're forgetting. just forgetting about them. Yeah, straight up, like they're just well, forgotten. People are also forgetting about how good they are with the tweets of Duncan Robinson is a better catch and shoot and shooter. Like than Clay. I really do think Draymond will be good for them once those two he's come a system back player. because he's he's a, yeah he he is a system player. He's he is a system he player. is better when he has those guys with him. Yep, absolutely. So does that wrap it up for this week? I think that wraps up. That episode. wraps it up. We will not be here on Saturday, unfortunately. Our schedules just don't really match up this week. So we'll be back next Wednesday, and we're going to have some interesting topics because it's going to be a whole week without a podcast. So yes, sir. Peace out. Peace.